Hello, everybody. This is Noah, and welcome to Change Talk, a podcast where I have conversations with people who are thinking about change and are open to talking about it. In this week's episode, we meet a very, very special guest, wife, mother, and grandmother extraordinaire, Rosemary Tile. Rose worked in the field of education since her 20s, before retiring four years ago. Since then, she's been enjoying retirement, working as a volunteer, and spending time with her family and two granddaughters. Oh, and she also happens to be my lovely and incredible mother. Rose has been struggling with her sleep for some time now. On this week's episode, she and I weigh out the benefits of a solitary, quiet morning with the physical and mental health advantages of getting more sleep. I am no stranger to this conversation with my mom. In fact, my first taste of motivational interviewing practice in a course I took two years ago involved me having to interview somebody in my life about something that they were ambivalent about changing. Naturally, I chose to talk with my mom about sleep. Look at this episode as a sequel of some sorts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. I hope that my mom's change talk can, in some small way, inspire your own. Please note, this podcast is not therapy and is not meant to be a replacement for therapy. Please seek professional help if needed. Welcome to another episode of Change Talk. Today, I'm going to be speaking to somebody who I know very well and who may know me more than I know myself or has known me for longer than I've known myself. And who could that be other than my mother, Rosemary Tile? So, Rosemary, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Noah. I am so happy to be here. And so looking forward to sharing this time with you and having good conversation. Great. I'm very happy to have you on. And, well, of course, you have to be a fan of of what I'm doing because you are my mother. I'm not only a fan. I'm your number one fan. Oh, number one fan. Okay, well, that's good. And so uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I First and foremost, I want to give you mom. I'm going to call you mom here. I don't know how I'm not comfortable calling you Rose. So we're going to stick with mama or mom or whatever. Okay. That's perfect. Good. So first and foremost, we, we start these podcasts, just getting a sense of for you, you're retired. Now I want you to tell us about your new career that's come up in the last several months and what that was like for you. Um, But first, just, just tell us how you spent your days as a, other than being a mother, making three meals, doing laundry, doing everything, not to say that dad didn't do lots of things also, but what, how did you spend your time as a, in your career? Uh, I, was, I worked as a, in the field of education my whole life, uh, primarily in the Jewish day school system. 
I worked for about 20 years um, and worked, had babies, went to work, had a baby, went to work, had a baby and went back to work again. And I retired about four years ago. What did you do as in the school system, in the education system? Well, I I did a number of different things. I I taught uh, for about five years. Then I worked in educational publishing on an elementary math series. Then I worked in an elementary Jewish day school as director of admissions. Uh, I did consulting um, at a preschool uh, in terms of putting new systems in place, uh, both in terms of organization and in terms of uh, financial. Uh, And I then worked uh, as director of admission at a Jewish day school, which was the high school. And then I retired. Right. So what is, what does that mean? What, as an administrator, what do you do? Uh, I spent a lot of my time doing a lot of active listening, working with parents who were uh, wrestling with decisions on what schools to go to, whether to keep their child in in the school, uh, if they had issues with individual teachers or helping to navigate waters and really help to facilitate positive feelings for them. Primarily, I was a customer service person and uh, learned a lot about people. Yeah, because parents are very passionate and potentially neurotic at times and you know, really involved and want the best for their children. And you are the sounding board for all of the good and the bad of what the experience of the child is like. Right. And you also have to remember that you are dealing with a parent's most precious commodity and you need to be extremely sensitive to that and listen and tolerate maybe more than you normally would um, from other people in your life in terms of criticism and whatnot, because it's, it's all coming from their hearts. Right. So you did this work and obviously did it for a very long time. And from what I remember, had a lot of really good feedback. What made you good at what you did? Why did people like you? What kind of value did you provide? Well, I hope they liked me. Uh, I think they they did. did. I'm pretty sure they did. They did. They did. I, I would have to say that they, they liked me. Um, I was really good, worked very hard at listening and trying to help them clarify what in their minds they were asking or concerned about. So a lot of what we used to call back in the day, active listening skills and help them solidify in their minds their, what the problem was and sort of talk it back to them and just would reiterate what it was that they were saying to me or what I was hearing that they were saying to me. And I think they felt appreciated and respected, particularly when they were angry or upset. And I think that made uh, a big difference for them. And in terms of me being able to achieve my goals and that was retention and recruitment, which right. was essentially my job. I learned that skill probably just from my basic undergrad psychology degree. 
mm. on how to employ active listening skills. So active listening, of course, has many dimensions, but whatever it was for you, you validated their concerns, empathized with it, were able to name back to them what some of their concerns were, make them feel heard, and then not only that, but really help them solve their problems. Like it wasn't just, I'm going to listen, but be active, doing something to sort of qualm the anxieties, to qualm their concerns and bring them to feel more confident in their decisions to be at the schools that you were working at, et cetera. Correct. Good recap. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I was fortunate enough, you were at a different campus, but I went to the same school. And then in high school in grade 12 is when my mom started working at the high school that I was at. And it was cool sometimes to see the professional side of you. Um, some, some people would say it wouldn't be cool to be there with your mom, but I, uh, I had my own life going and then I got to see some of, some of her work in action. Uh, and then you so, left shortly thereafter because I started in March and you graduated in June. So it w yeah. wasn't such a long time. But I didn't, I didn't just leave. I graduated. Right. Well, you yes. did that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you graduated. <laughs> that would have been a whole definitely. other issue if I didn't graduate. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you, stress. You, yeah, stress. Exactly. So thanks for sharing that. And now, just briefly, tell us about your new career and what that's been like since COVID in the last seven months or so. Well, I don't have a formally new career, but I did spend particularly the last seven months um, being a very actively involved grandmother. Baba. A full-time grandmother. A Baba. A Baba. A Baba to uh, my eldest daughter, your sister Katie, and her children. Um, and so as COVID was a rough time for everybody and everybody who I knew certainly had issues and things to deal with, we had uh, a pretty active, somewhat stressful time. I had uh, a bad back injury for which I had to have emergency surgery. Katie was having a high risk pregnancy uh, and ironically ended up giving birth the same day that I went in for emergency surgery and David, her husband was in a position to have to be working extremely hard around the clock at his job. So thank goodness we had uh, Gary, dad, Noah, your father to uh, help us out. And it was very difficult because no one was in our bubble and no one could come and be of help. So we got through it. And we have uh, another beautiful little grandchild, daughter, granddaughter, and I am much better. My back is, is doing quite well. And uh, we also had some not great health issues happening back and forth uh, with various people in our bubble, but we're also well on our way to resolving all of that. Thank God. And you, what you didn't sort of mention was that Katie, just to give people the perspective, Katie's, her home was being renovated and that started in January-ish. Right, so and they moved into the house. When I say that you were a full-time grandma, it was that you were actually living all together for seven months and people, probably many people don't, aren't able to relate to how uh, a couple and two kids can live with grandparents or parents, but they, they did really well together as an overall support system. 
but you were on the clock. You were running around having to, to be a grandmother full time. And, and that's exhausting and also beautiful and wonderful. So all's well that ends well. They're back in their house. Right. And um, yeah, we're, we're back in our house. And it was, a, it was a really positive, wonderful experience. And I feel very lucky to have had such intense, wonderful family time with them. Amazing. So that's sort of a little bit of a bit on my mom. There's more to her, but that's what we were able to talk about in this 10, 15 minute introduction. So now that we've done that, I want to hear, and I'm not making any assumptions and I'm not assuming that the change talk we spoke about a couple of years ago is the same. So what is, what is your change talk today? Well, my change talk is certainly about sleep issues that I have and how I want to change to help resolve them or improve them. But it's not exactly what I wanted to change a couple of years ago, um, which is still something that I probably should change, but I'm <laughs> not quite there at that place yet. Right. Um, what, I'm tr what I'm trying to do right now and really want to change is I often wake up around between 3.30 and 4 o'clock every morning. And I know that if I persevered, and I am a very persevering personality, that I could get myself back to sleep. And what happens is that I get very impatient with myself. And I need to put the time in and just lie there and relax and not let my mind go so busy, which is such a problem. My mind is always so, so busy. And so what happens is I'm awake. And instead of just rolling over and closing my eyes, um, the first thing I do is look at the clock, which I know is bad, but I, I do need to know what time it is. And then I try and get back. Do you know what time it is? Yeah, it's between 3.30 and 4. No, but do you need to know? I'm just well, I, you said I need to know what time it is. I'm because if it's, if it's not, if it's 5 o'clock, then I'm okay to get up. But if it's 3.30, It reminds me of children where it, they, they're not allowed to leave their bedroom until 6 in the morning or 7 in the morning, and they're counting down the minutes until they can leave. Right. So I, I would say what I, the first thing I should do is just not look at the clock because I know that that's a bad thing to do. So that is probably where I'm going to start. Don't look at the clock when I wake up. Right. The second thing... I can't help is I always have to go to the bathroom when I wake up. So I have to stumble to the bathroom with my eyes half closed, go to the bathroom and return to my bed to the exact spot in the bed where I was. Right. Cause I know that's also a really good thing to do. And I have to close my eyes and just relax. Right. I don't even, I've tried meditating. I've tried listening to, um, things on my iPad, but by the time I try and get the iPad on, I'm way too wakeful. Right. So I, I just want to close my eyes and in my own mind, shut things off again. Right. So I need to persevere at that. That's my essentially what my change is. And rather than busy myself with what I'm going to do and when I get up, um, what exercise am I going to do? What are my errands? Who do I need to call? And not let all that clutter come into my mindset. So that's what I want to change. Sure. So basically what's happening for you is that you're waking up 
in the middle of the night for most people, even though that's closer to the beginning of the day for you. <laughs> yes. But you're and anyway, that's a whole other thing. But it's 3.30 in the morning, and instead, so you wake up, and now what's happening is instead of going back to sleep, you, A, look at the clock, and then you get up and go to the bathroom, and then you start to, like you said, instead of going back to a sort of a quiet state, you actually move into the mall. It's time for shopping, and uh, you're, you're, in, you're in Yorkdale Mall on a busy day. By the time oh, you it's get worse back to your that. bed, yeah. it's worse than that. I, so what is it? Is I it, is it, is it Central <laughs> Park or sorry, not Central Park? Is it Times Square? Like, what, what what's going on? What's the visual? The visual is just the lists of things, and I I'm I'm a little bit old fashioned in that I tend to make lists, paper and pencil lists. So I begin to see or write in my mind's eye the list that I have for the day. Right, and it's a long and, list. Well, it's it's sometimes it's long, sometimes it's not so long, um, but it, there's that list. What am I doing today? What am I doing? Whether it's, it's, uh, whether it's chores or pleasure or whatever it is, or what's the weather going to be like? Will I be able to go for a walk? Is it going to be raining? Can I hear the rain now? Um, you know, so it, it's just busy. It's a busy mind and it needs to be shut off. Right. And I'm... I'm not going to challenge that off the bat, but these are often automatic thoughts that are really difficult to control. Right. And so right now, I don't want to deny that I have those thoughts. I just want to put them on a shelf and just say, I'll deal with that later. Now's not the time. Right. It's not the time. You're not ready to go to the mall. You're not ready to go shopping for the day. Right. Instead, you want to be where you were, which was in bed, lying down, sleeping, relaxed and sleeping. Right. So that's, that's the basic change talk. The basic change talk is instead of getting up and getting your day going, so to speak, at 3.30 in the morning, you want to go to sleep, go back to sleep because you know you can and that, that will allow you to get maybe an hour, hour and a half longer of sleep. Which I sorely need because now being uh, close to one o'clock, I get really, really tired and I would love nothing more than to close my eyes uh, now, but I really resist doing that because then it messes me up for the, next for the night, for the next day. So sometimes I, I'm really dragging myself in the afternoon because I'm, I've been up. Like this morning, I've been up since uh, just after four. So, I mean, it's almost one o'clock. It's a so long day I, already. It's a long day already. For yeah. the average person who's getting up at seven, it's like four o'clock. The day, t- right. the, the yeah. work day is yeah. winding down. Yeah. And you also have to remember, I'm not a spring chicken. I mean, I'm not that old, but, you know, right. you get older, you get more tired. Right. And, and you want, and sleep is so important. And so. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, and I'm very cognizant of that. I'm, I'm very cognizant of sleep um, in terms of just my general health and how it is, uh, causes stress when you don't sleep and it causes uh, brain dysfunction and Alzheimer's and all kinds of things. And, oh, and getting seven to eight hours sleep a night for women my age is considered to be like, necessary and and i'm not doing i'm not getting nearly that so uh i have to get more sleep you need to get more sleep that's the big goal this is the meta goal the meta goal is you want to sleep better 
Right. And one such way that you think it could be improved is by not getting up and starting your day at around 3.34 when you have that initial right. wake up. Right. And I've done it before. I know I can fall back asleep. You've I know I can because right. I've done it. You know, I, I, I can't, I did not done it often, but in the last two months, I probably done it a half a dozen times. Right. So it's possible. It's possible. So walk me through what does happen on the typical day. And, 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 you know, it's not all bad. I'm sure there's benefits to why, to doing what you're doing, which is going right to the shopping mall, right? When you get, you get up. So That's me, a figure of speech. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Just, you're not, just well, first of, of all, yes. yeah. Shopping malls aren't open and right. Yeah. It, the shopping mall in my head. Yes. The, the shopping the, mall the, in your head. The, the to-do list in my head. The to-do yes. list in your head. So walk me through the typical day when you get up and get going basically right away even though you're not really going anywhere, but walk me through what well, happens. So you, okay. you, you wake I, up, I it's get 3.34. Up. I go to the washroom. I always go back to bed. No, hold on. You look at the clock. Oh, I, I, sorry. I look at the clock. I go to the bathroom. I come back. And what I happens when you bed. look at the clock? I think, oh no, look at how early it is. It's not, it's not time. It's not time. Right. But just the same, I have to get up and go to the bathroom, which is a physiological thing. I have to do that. And I'm afraid if I don't do that, that that's what's going to keep me awake because I'm going to feel like I have to go to the bathroom. So once I feel like I have to go to the bathroom, I might as well just get up and do it. It's game over. So, it's like every time I go to a movie, I never worry about a three-hour span or a two-hour span of not needing to pee. I never think about it in my daily life. But once I go to a movie theater and I have a drink at the movie theater, the minute the movie starts, I'm first of all, I'm, I need to go to the bathroom within the last minute of the previews so that I have the most, the maximal opportunity to not have to go to the bathroom during the movie. Right. It's but I'm never worried kind of about thing. the bathroom any other Otherwise. time. And I'm not really either. And I try not to drink a whole lot after, let's say, six to seven o'clock so that I won't have to go to the bathroom. But right. it just never seems to work. <laughs> so... What were you asking me again? Where did I leave off? So you were going through the process. So you woke up, you oh, looked yeah. at the clock, you're already mad. You're already, right. oh, this is yeah. so annoying. And then you go right. to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. And then I go back to the bed and I lie in the bed. And then I realize, okay, this to-do list is just too big. I'm, my mind is too busy. And I'm just going to get up because it's just useless to sit here and get frustrated. Right. So I get up. But how long and, is that process? Like how much time do you really give yourself? A minute or two? I try to give myself maybe 10 minutes. Right. 10 so minutes. 10 minutes. So you've gone from 3.30 wake up. By 3.40, you've given up on going back to sleep. Right. And it's and time I'm, to get up. Right. And I go downstairs. And first of all, I love that it's quiet and nobody's up. Right. Not that there's a lot of people. Usually it's just dad. <laughs> And uh, he's uh, definitely sleeping. He is nowhere to be. He, he's not. And I just love the quiet. And I go downstairs and I start thinking about, oh, I'm going to have my coffee. I love my morning coffee. Because I don't drink a lot of other coffee during the day because caffeine's not good for you. Maybe I'll have one other cup of coffee. So I get to have that first cup of coffee. And I go back upstairs with my coffee. I go back to the bathroom, sit around, you know, sometimes I'll go 
back down to the, the kitchen or go into another empty space and start going through my iPad or my phone. Oh, what emails do I have? Um, what websites do I want to look What's at? What's Siri doing on Instagram? What's Siri doing on Instagram? Did she log off at 8.30 p.m. like she said? She's she been very good, I must tell you. <laughs> She's been really good. Anyway, so that's what I do. And then, and I, I kind of waste a lot of time doing that. Or I go downstairs and if there's anything that hasn't been tidied up in the kitchen, but most, mostly I don't tidy the kitchen again because I'm very meticulous about leaving the kitchen in a very, very together state. There are never dirty dishes left in my sink. There are never crumbs on the floor. It might be something that I need to put away. I don't know. Perhaps there's laundry that needs to get folded, you know, get downstairs, away we go. And then, you know, I mosey on upstairs. I can waste a couple of times do, doing that. And it's 6.30 and dad's starting to get up and getting on my clothes because I'm going for a walk and getting my, starting to drink my water because I like to drink a lot of water during the day. And uh, then the day begins and the list is going. Right. So basically, you, you give it 10 minutes, you're out of bed, you're ready to go. You go downstairs, you have this, and you saw how your voice changed too. You were busy and just and blah, 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 blah. And then once you started talking about going downstairs and it's quiet and your beautiful coffee, you get to drink that beautiful coffee and just wander on, on the iPad, check your emails, do some browsing, look at Instagram or whatever. Um, think about the glorious lists you have to do for the day and how, et cetera, et cetera. And then before you know it, it's six 30 and gear is up. Right. And it's time for the day. And yeah. You go Cause for it's a already walk light with, outside. It's light outside and you go for a get walk. Get done. Let's get out of the house. Right. So you go for a walk and then it's just a normal two day. Hours. Yeah. And then the rest of the day unfolds with the whatever the is day going unfolds, on. And by this time you're exhausted. And I didn't mean to book this in the middle of your tired no, I don't like to, I would not allow myself to go to sleep because it's exactly. just, a, it's a slippery slope. Right. So, Unless I've only had three or maybe three or four hours at night, then, then sometimes I just have to because I just hit a wall. Right. So already you've talked about this, this sort of ingrained routine and a lot of it's quite enjoyable for you. Maybe the initial annoyance at being woken up and having to go to the bathroom and then being annoyed that you can't go back to sleep but you get to wipe wipe all of that away when you get to go downstairs and have your coffee oh i do i do so then it just seems so worthwhile doesn't it but that's not good <laughs> but it is good and that's what <laughs> part of this you know this 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 kind of conversation that i like to have is to make sure to emphasize that our decisions are not often quote unquote bad decisions we make there's a lot of good motivation and there's a lot of benefit and pleasure and meaning that you're getting from it and mm -hmm. you associate it with certain things so you associate getting up really early with a quiet still downstairs that's really clean the day is young you get to have that coffee you have a lot of positive associations with actually getting right up. right and, and staying in the bed is a, is a is a bad place it's really annoying it's well, it's a place. barrier to getting the day on. It's a barrier to getting the day on when you want to get her going, as you said, you know. Yeah, you got to get her done. You got to get her done. You got to get her going. That's compelling. That's compelling. The, the bed is, 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 is this place where it's frustrating. 
that would be correct. And you don't want to necessarily stay there for longer than it needs to take. Only and, if I can fall asleep. But the thing is that you've already decided that you're probably not going to fall back asleep and then you already are getting ready to go. So yes, it's, I, it's, I'm nodding it, my head. Yes, I know you yes, can't. It's, it's yes, not a valiant I'm, effort. Um, but now, so now, so you have this benefit of leaving the bed, but what about the bed itself um, in terms of, you know, the night before, as an example, does it matter when you get into bed the night before? Does this impact you in any way? Generally not, interestingly enough. And I, I could go to bed at uh, late, like 11.30, 12, or I could go to bed at 10, 9.30, 10. I don't fall asleep by then because I have another nasty habit, which I'm not prepared to change at this point in time. <laughs> and that's watching the TV before I go to bed. Uh -huh. which I know is bad, but I'm not ready to give that one up. That, okay. that as you know, is my original yes. one that I wanted to change. Stop watching TV, but it's just not reachable at this point in time. I, I just, I love well, it because I love it. It's not not reachable because we know that it's literally possible. It's just, right. you don't, you're not committing do yourself. You don't want to commit yeah. yourself to do that. And that's fine. I'm just saying just, it's not unreachable. Right. It, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I love, which, you know, I, the most fantastic feeling in the world to me is getting into a nicely made bed at, at night. And I have my aha moment where uh -huh. I just love that moment where I first feel my feet on the cool sheets. And when it's really amazing is if the linens have just been changed. Mm. Uh, it, it that's really that's one of my happiest moments. It's I love great it. It's pleasure. It is. You've, it you've is, had a get her done day, and, and the then bed I'm is getting, clean. The sheets are clean, and it's the bed's just tidy. And, yeah, and I've got my pillows where I it's want them. It's a little them. cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it just feels really, really. It's a cocoon. It's it, just, yeah. It's a safe place. It's a beautiful, yep. warm. Mm, uh huh. Right. It's reliable, and I know it. Right. So interesting, you have, well, two things. One is you have this experience of being in your bed, which is one of life's little great pleasures that you have. There's all these right. reasons why you love being in, in a comfortable bed. So you have this positive experience of being in your bed. And so then I can't that, wait to get out of it. <laughs> right. Well, because, by the t because there's a different circumstance. It's not the beginning of the sleep cycle. It's, I'm already woken up. The bed is no longer fresh and My clean. Friend. The bed is no longer made. No, the bed is your best friend. But by the morning, the bed is just, just you're sick of the bed. It's just annoying. Right. 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 So this is the problem. Not this is not the problem, but that's but that's interesting. So it's a beautiful experience the night before, full of hope. Maybe I'll wake up at six. Oh my gosh, what if you wake up at six in the morning? There's always Wouldn't that, that hope. be amazing? Wouldn't oh, that yeah, be for sure. And the other thing you said, Mom, which I think is important to recognize, is that regardless of when you're going to sleep the night before, you're waking up at that early time. So right. the reason why I say that is because even off the get-go, if you're going into bed earlier, you're already going to get more sleep. It's not like you're then going to wake up at 2 in the morning. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it's circumstantial right. that I get into bed late, and sometimes it's just silliness like I procrastinate 
And one of the reasons why I hate procrastinate is I hate washing my face before I go to bed, but I have to do that every night. And so mm. sometimes I just go into the bathroom and I just say, I'm going to wash my face right now and, and then I'll get to bed. But if I think, oh, maybe I'll just do this before I wash my face or I'll take a look at this book mm-hmm. or I'll go. Or I'll get into wedding. the bed just to chill. No, no, no. I don't do that no, because do then, that. oh no, that's a slippery slope. If you get into bed and you haven't washed your face, oh, you're going to have to be you wake up by it. And you wake you up every half an hour. Then, right. Like I got to get up and wash my face. Oh no, that, that I won't do. That is yeah. not a good experience for like, me. I, I, this is crazy. I mean, look, I got morning routines. You know that I got spiritual routines, but the thought of 30 minutes before getting into bed, the time I'm tired and ready to go to bed, what, is, what does dad do? I'm going to bed. What yeah, do you do? Yeah, he goes. Right. I have to wash my Isn't face. Isn't that beautiful? No, but who You're jealous of that. I am, but the problem is, well, I haven't been wearing makeup during COVID very much at all. So it's not like I got to take the makeup off, but just the fact that I have to wash the dirt off the day off my face. It's not good for your skin. So, but I have my, my face washing routine. I have really curtailed it a lot. So it's, mm. t- it takes way less time than right. it ever did before. And particularly if I'm not wearing makeup, I don't have to do the step of makeup removal. So that speeds things along, but I do have to cleanse and moisturize. Right. So that, that's a two-step process for sure. In either way, you know, there's all these micro routines. Whenever someone's trying to say a a big goal that they have, like, I want to sleep, get better sleep. There's all these like little pieces that are related. And we've, we've chosen to focus on one of those pieces. And what's coming up for you is that you want to make this change, but you're also having this ingrained routine. Um, so there's the, the pleasure of getting the morning routine started, but there's also the avoidance of pain of having to stay in bed and deal with the uncomfortability of staying awake and not getting out of your bed. Right. So right. what's it like for you when you actually stay in the bed and you don't get up? Because you said you've done that before. Well... There's a part of me that believes if I would just persevere and just close my eyes that I could just fall back asleep. But I don't generally don't give it enough time. I rush it. Like I rush everything. I'm a fast walker. I'm fast at everything I do. I, I, I work on autopilot. And so I guess I feel that getting back to sleep should be autopilot too. It should just happen quickly. Right. And just that we all know does not happen quickly. And some things just take time. And I'm not that person. It's not my nature. It's not my personality to be the person who just says, okay, well, takes whatever amount of time it takes. I'm just going to stick it out. Right. I find it really hard to do that. Just mm-hmm. like I find it I don't ever want to be late. I don't like, I'm very time focused. Um, that's my nature. That's who I am. I, I, I like that about me too, because I'm reliable. You're very reliable, very yeah, punctual, and, yeah, you know, and I, very focused, organized, conscientious. Yeah. And all those things are really qualities in myself that I like. Right. So I, it's hard to be that sort of person who just thinks, okay, well, well however much time it takes, it'll take and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Right. And that's and be- what sleep, that's probably that's what's a, necessary. That's, a, that's a, a non, 
that's a letting go of that is a like getting rid of the expectations that is not getting up and going that is slowing down and and this is again not something that you want to be doing because you want to be in control of the day and responsible and it's hard to just decide to let go of all of that and not right. worry about the time and just go back to bed yeah it goes it totally goes against the fabric of my being <laughs> That's important to notice, right? Because yeah. you're talking about wanting to make this change. And part of it is having some sort of compassion um, to yourself in however form that you do that to say, wait, I'm trying to do something that's against the very nature of my being. Right. That's and really that, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. I just realized this as we're talking now that this is, you know, I'm sort of drilling down and you're helping me drill down, which is very helpful and very beneficial. But I'm getting to the root of, of why, you know, where, where this all starts. Because you're wired for movement and being on top and getting it going in a way that you have, you know, all your powers going. And this, right. is, this is just the opposite of that. Right. This and I've been like that since that. I can ever remember. Right. I, I've been, this is, this is how you know of what it This is who to. I am. This, this is, is how I know myself. This is how you engage. This is how you engage. Right. So, again, having to navigate a change like this is going to mean dealing with the uncomfortability of not being able to just at will fall asleep. Right. And, and this is where we're going to move the conversation to. So okay. I want to just point out that, of course, getting up even a little later, let's say you, you manage to get back to bed and now it's 4.30 or 5 you're still going to have that morning time. Right. That morning time, you associate that morning time with not staying in the bed. Right. But that morning time and what it means and the coffee and the quiet, that exists regardless of when you get up for the most part. I just have to shift it forward, be happy to shift it forward because it'll all get done because I'm not going to a, a paid job, right? I'm not going to employment, so I don't have to rush it. Right. And it's there. And that opportunity is there. And that's just, just to clarify that those benefits that you're getting supposedly by getting up at the a time of not going back to bed. So 3.40, 3.45 or 4 or 4.15, depending on when you get up, you're not really getting that. You're not really losing the benefit if you change this interactional, mm -hmm. interactional sequence or behavior. Right. You'll still have I understand. it. Yep. You're right. Okay. So that's the first thing to recognize that it's still... It's still there to be had. And not only that, could be the case that when you decide to allow yourself to just be and go, to, go back to bed, whatever that means, that when you actually do get up, you do it with a slight, slightly less guilt. Right. It would just feel better altogether. It would just feel better altogether. It's a very win-win situation. Right, right. The only lose-lose is that you have to face the non-made linen sheets and you have to face going back into the bed yeah and i can handle that i also know that i am very good at persevering through things that feel uncomfortable um i've had to do it many times in my life big things and small things as everybody does and i have a good ability a strong ability to really persevere 
at things that I'm not comfortable with. And I know I could do this. You know. I, I know, I know, I know. And I just got to do it. And that's what I'm going to do. Well, you know you got it. You know you can do this. You want to do this. Right. But I, and now, so what we know is you have that motivation. But now we, what we want to do is really plan how that's going to happen. And part of Good. that planning is going to involve the things that hold it back. So first, just walk me through the ideal. If you had to just narrate the sequence of events that happen when you have that initial wake up, imagining you're doing it the way you want to be doing it, what does that look like? Well, I would just get up, go to the washroom, because I can't change that, I don't think. Wait. That's physiology. Get up first. I wouldn't look at the clock. Okay. So you want to get up and not look at the clock. Right. And then I want to go to the bathroom. I want to get back into bed. I want to get back into the spot in the bed facing the same way that I was facing with the pillows, because that apparently does help you get back to sleep. And then I want to close my eyes and I want to drift off to sleep. And then I want to wake up at not before six o'clock. Okay. Well, hold on a second. You're going from three thirty or four to six. Let's, let's scale that back a little bit, but we'll get there. But basically what you want to do, because you haven't even gotten back to the second wake up. You don't even let yourself get to the second wake up. Right. So for now, let's just focus on the first wake up. And then however long you sleep after is however long you sleep after. Okay. Okay. But that first wake up sequence is you get up. It's really hard to control your initial automatic thoughts. But let's say the automatic thoughts come right away and they say, oh my gosh, again, it's 3.30. What is going on? I can't believe it. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. So of course, there's not much you can do to control that other than just notice it and then continue doing your activities. It doesn't need to dictate what you do. Right. So you, you get up, you don't look at the clock, you don't go to your phone, go to the bathroom and you come back and go to the bed and it'll be what it'll be. Right. But I got to close my eyes. Got to just close your eyes. And the, and, yeah, you know. which is so easy to do, right? Right. And you can't control how long it's going to take you to fall asleep. That's right. But you and, know and that I, when you get all worked up about that, you're not falling asleep, it makes it that much just, more hard. Yeah, right. That's for sure. So I can't be hung up about how I know if I just persevere that eventually I'm going to fall back asleep because truthfully I haven't had enough sleep. So I am going to fall back asleep. I just need to relax, leave my eyes closed and try to empty my brain, my thoughts. So the, the first thing is when you say relax, is there anything that you sort of want to do to relax a little bit? Well, I'm pretty good at that. I don't like if I, I, I make sure my fists aren't clenched, that I'm in a relaxed position. I'm always best in the fetal position in bed. I often wake up, when I wake up, I find myself in the fetal position. So, and, I, and it's best for my back too. Mm. So, um, yeah. So I just slip back into that spot, that position. It's, it's you know, it feels good and it's just where I need to go back to. And then right. I just need to close my eyes. And that's all you need to do. Right. That's all Why am I complicating do. it? Well, no, but, it's the, but the complicating part is that it's, it's easy to want to avoid that whole sequence right. and just get up and get out. Right. And especially being so focused on the time and everything like that. 
Right. So, you know, I don't, and I just want to clarify some of those details. So if you, you don't want to look at the clock, but are you also, if you don't then going to be like, Oh my gosh, what time is it? No, I, I can, I can decide not to do that. I can force my, I can just say, no, we're not looking at the clock and I can, you I can, can set a maximal alarm clock, like, like, like a six o'clock. So, you know, it's not six o'clock. You know but what I'm it saying? Because it wouldn't be dark, but I'm very conscious of when the sun comes up and goes down and blah, blah, right, blah, Right, but blah. in the winter, that's different. I'm just thinking about right. the Right, oh, term. the winter's brutal. Let's just focus on the summer right now. Let's just focus right. on the here and now. Right. So you know, it's, you know what time it is. You know it's the middle of the night. And all you want to do is get back into bed. Right. Okay. So do you think you'll, do you think you'll actually do it? I think so, because as I'm talking to you, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But now it's 1 in the afternoon. It's not 3.30 in the morning. I know. I know. I know. But what happens is when I go through a, like a few days like this, I get really, really tired. So I know that I need to do this because I'm, I'm very focused on good health habits. I, right. I, I exercise. I'm very conscious of what I eat. And now I have to get my sleep in, in good stead as well. And mm -hmm. so that's sort of like the number three thing on the, that I, I must do. So I think I will. I think I will. I, it's not going to happen overnight. I need to be patient with myself. Oh, what a pun. It's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> but it literally uh, is going to happen overnight because it's, it, maybe you getting really good at falling back asleep will take time as you let your body sort of do it automatically. Right. But it is an overnight thing. It's literally right. tomorrow you just don't get up when, right. when, you, when your mind says that you need to. When your mind tries right. to convince you in the moment that what you really need to do is have that cup of coffee. Right. So that's my plan. I got right. a plan. That's your plan. Just falling asleep, letting yourself go back to sleep, for, uh, for however long it takes. Right. And no commitments the night before, no TV commitment, just letting yourself go back to bed and not at the back of your mind saying, but really if this lasts another 10 minutes, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> like, you know, for me, and uh, you know, I, I've stopped really worrying how long it takes me to fall asleep. I just don't look at the clock. There's no clock. I don't know how long it takes me, but I get, but it happens. Right. I don't yeah, know it how does long happen. it takes me. Like, what, yeah. what am I afraid of if, right. if I don't fall asleep right away? Am I getting afraid that I'm going to be tired? Well, I might be tired anyway. Right. So true. You know? So what's the worst that can happen? I'll be tired and I'm already tired. So what's the diff? <laughs> what's the diff? So what's a sort of visual image that you want to have for this whole thing? I, I've, you know, Siri had, I don't remember what Siri had. I had, you know, hands behind my back. People have like a little thing that they can just remind themselves that sort of sums up the whole change talk conversation. Oh, hands behind my back, behind your back is really a good, a That's for good one. Lips. Right. But, um, okay. So, oh, I know what I need. Oh, here's my visual. Um, blinders on my eyes, you know, like that's what I need to think of. Like just uh, eye mask. Hmm. What does that mean? If I, if I think of an eye mask, then I think of going back to sleep and just being in that 
you know, place where my eyes are closed and it's dark because even if I'm wearing an eye mask, it's going to still, and I open my eyes, it'll still be dark and I need right. dark to go to sleep. So that. Maybe you'll wear an eye mask though. That's annoying. I okay, tried that. Annoying. You gave me one. You gave me oh, one. Yeah, Remember? The mind yeah. folds. The mind folds. We went through that phase too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe just, or maybe a visual in my head of, you know, a little cartoon character with their eyes closed and a cloud, a conversation cloud that says sweet dreams or something really sappy and sucky. That, that would okay. be a good. Sweet dreams or you can go back to sleep. Right. Giving myself permission to go back to sleep. Permission yeah, to sleep. Yeah, it's good to give yourself permission. You realize the older you get that you need to give yourself permission more and more often to do things that I are... give you are, permission to sleep. Right. Give yourself permission. It's okay if you don't get, get your day started at 5 o'clock in the morning. At 3.30 in the morning, per- actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm giving you permission, giving mm-hmm. myself permission to start my day later. Permission to sleep. Yeah. And... Okay, so that's something that you just keep with you. And because the, the perseverance that you need is not active perseverance, it's passive perseverance. Right. Very true. Yeah. And so let's see where this goes. I, you know, I'm skeptical. I'm quite skeptical. Not because you're not amazing and you don't, you're not growth oriented, but just because this is, this is hard. This is okay. hard. But, but you can do it. And I'm saying that oh, also yeah. just so you'll remember that. Like, oh, I'm going to prove him wrong. Kind of thing. Yep, I will. I, I love you a might. challenge too. I you love might. a challenge. And we're going to follow up with you. And like I always say, and you might give in a one minute clip how things are going in a few weeks. I'd like that. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much, mom, for spending time with everybody here. And I hope your change talk related to sleep can in some small way inspire somebody else's change talk related to sleep. I hope so. Paying it forward. I hope so. Editing for this podcast is done by the lovely Atara Shields Tile. Music and theme song by Hope and Social in their album Yorkshire Electric EP with the song People Change. <laughs> <laughs>